here. How are you guys doing? I hope you're doing well. Today, on another exciting episode of Streaming Demons, we have none other than my co-host, Voodoo Priestess. Say hello. Hello. And her co-host from Throwdown, or as I have to say, Hoedown, none other than Box Human or J.M. Brannock. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Will those two be able to have a peaceful coexistence now, or shall I get my cantanas out and slice and dice like Wolverine style? Now, for those who are brand new to Throwdown, who cares? If you're brand new to the streaming demons, we do one borrowed, which is a rental, one new, and one old. And I'm not sure if Voodoo Priestess is actually freezing. I think the... <laughs> Camera's freezing. No, it isn't really there. No, it wasn't. I was just not really. I saw that movement. She's still alive. Keep going, Jack. Yeah. Okay. As long as they're still alive, we're fine. So, as always, because I am a very lazy bear, we let our guests go first. Brannick, take it away. Absolutely. Thank you. I have Sam and Maddie make a zombie movie, which is- Sam and Maddie! Oh, my God. Okay, okay, hold on. I am jealous. I am slightly peeved, disturbed, maybe even to you because I wanted that movie. I wanted to watch that movie so badly, so badly. And I was like, oh, you took it. I did. You took it. I'm a stealer. I take things. Oh, my God. I take only good things. Tell us about Sam and Maddie and let's see if I should still be upset. Oh, you should be. Okay, so Sam and Maddie make a zombie movie. It is a documentary about two BFFs with Down syndrome making a zombie movie. And that's just the very, like, very tip of the iceberg. That's basically. So what does Sam and Maddie make a zombie movie really about? It's about duality. It is, in fact, two movies in one. It's both a documentary and the movie Spring Break Zombie Massacre, which Sam and Maddie made. Spring Break. Break, Break zombie, zombie massacre. massacre. I need to see this too. You do. Everybody should and everybody should buy it. But it's also about two men, Sam and, Sam and Maddie, who have different styles, but with one dream, which is to make a movie. It's about laughter and tears, the duality of art, the... Well, okay, I'm not going to say it, but basically the the happy face, frowny face of the the art series, because... In this, you laugh, you will cry. It is so emotional. Um, But it's also about the duality of having a dream and the success and failure that comes with that dream. And this movie is also about two things that make just a phenomenal story in and of itself, which is heart and grit. We see- Heart and grit. Wait, 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 wait. Heart and grit. Heart. Heart. Like Ann Wilson? It's and too- Wilson's in this movie? You need to, no, you need to update it for your audience. Nobody will get that. It's a heart joke. Uh... Oh, you mean the band? Oh, good job. Yeah. Thank you. See? You got yeah. one. You got lucky. Yeah. That's all I need. Uh, I do more. have a question. Like I'm not done. Oh. Hold it off. This is what you get for putting your cam on, Evie. Hold it up. You need to hold off your questions. I'm on a roll. I thought that was a chair. So we see the process, the long and running road to get to the end. We see the struggles they endure to create and ultimately finish this work of art, which is Spring Break Zombie Massacre. R- rustling my notes like an asshole. 
Uh, Is that the entire title? Spring Break Zombie Massacre Rustling Notes Like an Asshole? No, no, no. That's just my notes. Is I rustle my notes like an asshole. Always. And see, Voodoo, all you do is kind of jump in like I do. Raise your hand like a <laughs> Don't raise your hand. Just jump in with that question. Fine. What's your question? What is uh, I wanted to know, like... How much horror was actually in it? Because the way you're describing it, it doesn't sound like much of a horror well, movie. The documentary part, no. But the documentary part shows you people who are interested in horror the behind the scenes. Behind how the does scenes. this get made? How does this work? How do we put everything together to make a movie? Okay, so and for that- some reason, I was under the impression that Sam and Maddie make a zombie movie was actually the title of the zombie movie and it was some sort of like no, this is we're going meta we are going meta so the the actual zombie movie is spring break zombie massacre that's right. the actual movie that they created sam and maddie created these two best friends so now we're going meta we're going even even further like up zach and miriam make a porno meta uh, yes like but in this two best friends i think they're two best friends in that one too they don't uh, make a porno. Seth Rogen and I forgot the. But so the this is lead. the documentary of how they made that movie. So the movie is in there. It's kind of like in the middle chunk. It's the meat of the sandwich. And uh, the, the bread around it is the documentary of how it was created and after it was finished. Okay. So... so- Sam and Maddie Make a Zombie Movie is also about the duality of everyday Sam and Maddie and their bionic, ass-kicking alter egos of their film. And I'm not kidding. I did cry at the end. I won't spoil why. But I will say that it was from an astute observation like from Sam about goals and about our relationships with others. And it was very connecting. So their movie is very camp. It is crazy cuckoo bananas balls to the walls camp um so if you don't like camp or you don't like wish fulfillment movies with over the top hyper masculinity i would still say watch it because what you'll find is in there is something worth exploring um it's not just about filmmaking it's not just about people with disabilities it's not just about reaching your dreams it's about the honesty and authenticity of the spirit of creating art within this form. And it's just a fantastic film on all sides. Now, when you say camp, are we talking Adam West Batman camp? We are talking Velocipastor type camp. We're talking a, a 90s Charles Band type can, camp. Can you update it for people like me? Velocipastor is or... Update. That was the update. Uh, how about just you guys better are talking house about shark. things. Like, the what Sharknado. Is that okay. Shark Sharknado. I know. Okay, so it's like Sharknado. It's like Sharknado without the budget, but more with practical effects. Out in zeroing, so better effects. Better. It's they're more practical effects. More practical. And it's just. I would say it's better written and better acted than I did. I don't like Sharknado, guys. I don't. I, I don't either, really. But I don't really, like I love Sharknado. And yeah. I love Camp. And I hate that movie. 
But because I think the reason why I don't like Sharknado is because it's missing heart. And yes. This, is what this, this movie, movie has. This movie has heart. I mean, where else, are you, where else are you going to get a scene where this little kid is bullied and our two mains, Sam and Maddie, come up, save him, do an ollie on a skateboard, go flying into the air with a burrito, tell the bullies later, bitches, and then get out of there. Like, I mean, it's just, it's pure Star masterpiece. So oh, the movie is satisfying at the end? It's You feel satisfied watching it? You feel satisfied... You know, honestly, I would have taken more of the Sam and Maddie movie, the zombie break, uh, the spring break zombie massacre. I, I think they could have padded that into, because it's only 45 minutes, I believe, and they could have definitely padded it into something longer. And um, how long altogether is the entirety of movies? But Sam and Maddie make a zombie movie is about two hours. Wow. So it's, but again, it's the everyday life of Sam and Maddie from start to finish, them do, cool. going through the scripts, them uh, calling and seeing what kind of budget they have, what they can work with, calling in favors, the uh, special effects of Chucky, and I'm so sorry, I forget his name, but he's involved in it. Um, the, Chucky believe, is involved? You mean like Brad Dourif? I believe so. I want to say <laughs> That's yes. the most unsure thing ever. I'm Mark sorry. But I know that I believe it's the director of Dumb and Dumber who do comes to direct their movie. Um, they do like uh, script readings. I mean, like it is the nuts and bolts of how to make a movie and how these two men made a movie and what happened afterwards. Like what what did happen after their premiere? So no spoilers, no spoilers, yeah, no, no spoilers. spoilers. But I'm telling you, like at the end, you know, and I was really on the Sam wavelength. Like I'm like Sam, you, you're my dude. There's like a, <laughs> there's a there's a a dramatic moment in the movie, and it's really bad on Sam. And there's a point when he just says "fuck my life," and I'm like, <laughs> yes, I've been there, my friend. I've been, I've been there. It's a few humanizing. Times. I mean, we all need movies that remind us we're human. Oh yeah, and absolutely. I mean, these two guys are so funny together, and they they bounce off each other um, so fluidly that it's just so much fun to watch. Just them being around each other. Again, this is a movie I really wanted, but I got so much shit for taking witness infection without putting it up for grabs. <laughs> I'm like, really okay. punched him. I, I I'll put this one up. Well, I, um, Maybe I'll do like at 12.03 in the morning. No one will see it. <laughs> oh, who knows? But Branicad and saw me like, oh, I want this. Like, ah. It was right up my alley. I saw it and I had to take it, you know? Like Very a cool. vulture. Right. How many Cthulhu's, though, would you give the entire movie, not just the zombie but and the Sam Maddie, but the entire movie? Okay. So I want to preface my score that I don't hand oh. things out like Jim. Oh, I, don't, I don't hand things out. You hand things out. You throw out huge reviews left and right. I don't do that. In fact, I have only given this score to one other movie in my one and a half oh, years of working. It's a fucking shark movie, isn't it? For Haunted MTL. It's five stars like Surf Nazi. Or sorry, five Cthulhu's like Surf Nazi. 
so I when I say that this is not a hyperbolic score, I am being dead serious. I am giving it a five out of five Cthulhu's. Wow, that's like an EV2. That's amazing. <laughs> that's an amazing score. A five out of five. Holy crow. A five out of five, which I've only given to Surf Nazis Must Die. Yes, which is another camp wow. film. Camp classic. Um, but yeah, I mean, this just, you know, it doesn't pull its punches and it hits every, like I said, this is a great story. This is a classic story of heart and grit and determination and family and the love of the horror genre. And we need to celebrate it. And it's actually like really gorgeous art. Wow, and Evie doesn't like anything. Evie does not like anything. Holy crow. That's, that's like high praise right there. Official throwdown Evie <laughs> Brannock tag team stamp of approval right yeah, there. Yeah, your <laughs> embossed stamp of approval. Wow. All right, that, that's a hard act to follow, so I'm not following it. Voodoo Priestess. <laughs> What movie oh, did bitch. you watch like five minutes ago because Voodoo's, Voodoo's real movie, by the way, and thanks for again biting the bullet. She can't actually review it until it comes to more streaming locations. Well, yeah, so. well, you see what happened was I went out in the theaters and watched oh it. God. And I assumed theaters. that because it was in theaters and stuff that it would be streaming places because since the COVID, that's been happening Wait. everywhere. But... Was it at AMC Theater? No. Century. Fuck up my podcast. I don't have... <laughs> you we only got stock in one, man. I'm sorry. Did you douse yourself in Lysol? I hope. Before you went to save everyone else. No, but to be fair, even though the theater was pretty much sold out, there was only like five other people there, so no one else showed up. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I was kind of annoyed because they... Because you know how you want to get the perfect seats and it's like kind of in the middle-ish is where you want to be at. Um, I was more off to the side. And then I got in and the seats I wanted were available because no one fucking showed up for them. You, you just like, you know, walk? I could, but I feel bad doing that. That's just mean. Hold okay. on. Okay. You have a hit and run. A car. You can hit somebody with a car. That's okay. You can do hit and run. Of an old woman, by the way. No, Allegedly. an old woman hit some lady. It doesn't matter. It doesn't it matter. The, the lady got funny. up. The lady got up. So as far Especially. as I'm concerned, it was her fault. So I, there is no reason to stop for her. Anyway, let's... She rolled out of the way. The she actually rolled fine. over the car. But... So what did you end up choosing? What did you end up choosing? Yes, I ended up choosing a movie called Scary Bride. That's the name, right, Brandy? Uh, yes, it is. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I didn't realize going into this, but Scary Bride is a horror comedy. And for the most part, the comedy actually sticks. Really? And it has a good musical choices or background and ambient music now has... is the music made within the movie i won't say the word because i don't want joe bob knocking on my door knocking my teeth in or is it music as like a soundtrack do you know what i'm saying are they turning on the radio and the music comes from the radio or is there a band in the background or is there kind of like a overlay is it diegetic oh damn it 
That's a term. That's the term. Yeah. That is the real term. Go, Bob. It wasn't me. I, I swear don't, to God. I don't fucking watch you, so. you. It wasn't me. Oh, Christ. I don't watch Jim, Joe, John. Yeah, it was overlaid. It Beeping was, like, overlaid. Where's Beep that? I don't know. No. It was overlaid. I just think of a sponsor we have. I'm like, oh, God. It's a term. You can't TM a term. It's a No. He just I doesn't like the term. Well, who from okay, I so don't overlay. watch him. Yeah. You should, because um, I hear Evie well, and Payne, and I almost said Ben, but it's Dave. I don't know why I said Ben. <laughs> Whoever oh, we I'm get, <laughs> we don't know so our writers. Like, they, they, watch, they watch fucking Joe Bob Briggs' last drive-in religiously. I, myself, it, it is way too late for me. So, you know, Brandon and I are same time zone. And we, it's we, not we too late there. for me. I just don't want to watch it. Okay, I, it's too late for me. I, I just can't stay up that late. Like it's, it ends at two thirty in the morning for me. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm still old. up just to stay up. So just I just stay up two thirty. I can go to sleep. I'm only gonna go to sleep when it actually ends, but I'm not gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Anyway, scary bride. Yes, scary bride. Yeah, non-diagetic. Uh, Got it. Oh, anyway, the movie. I'm making it sound like you're like saying the most filthiest word ever when I edit this. The movie starts with a guy who has just recently been cheated on. He he's divorced and sad, and then his friend comes home with a mail order Russian bride. Well, it's not mail order. He just whoa, went whoa, to whoa, Russia. This is like a real hold on. So you can still do this. <laughs> what website is this? Asking for a friend. <laughs> Asking for a friend, of course. Did what they movie, get to the this, this no, website. What, what website uh, is is this alleged mail order Russian bride coming from? And I can they get past I, quarantines? I didn't mean mail order. I was just oh. using the term. What he did was he actually went over to Russia and got a bride to bring home. I, I can see that working. Yeah. working. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so his friend, since since the our protagonist is so sad all the time, his friend's like, "You should go to Russia and find a bride." And he's like, "Okay." And that's where the story starts. Oh shit! I was almost a friend. Oh wait, my friend was almost that friend, because that friend would definitely have gone to Russia too to get a mail order bride, or sorry, a bride. Yeah. Uh, there is one weird thing about the movie is the way people speak. It sounds like it's been dubbed over, except if you like look at the mouth movements, the words are matching the mouths. So I don't know if this was something that they ended up like in post having to dub over a lot of the audio. Is it Italian? Because we found out through Eli Roth, apparently, Italian films have to be fucking dubbed even though they're made in English sometimes. Uh, no. If anything, it would probably... Would it have been Russian? Uh... Actually, I don't know. No, the, yeah. Maybe I'll Canadian. Because I can't understand them assholes at all. Mm-mm. Not me neither. I just, I just write for their websites. <laughs> so far. So far we're in Canada. So you're saying, Voodoo Priestess, it is a horror comedy. So which part is the mail order, excuse me, the Russian bride, the horror or the comedy? Uh, basically, it's just that whole thing set up is just to get him to Russia 
the real horror is his bride his scary scary bride i don't know why they call her a bride he's she's literally just a chick that he met and knew for an hour sounds about right yeah yeah that's i mean that's how me and spouse met and got married that's that's how most people yeah. if you went to a hotel room once in a while you know that oh <laughs> sorry no, all right okay i'll just be alone forever then. okay so the scary horror comes from oh. The actual, <laughs> the, bride the bride lady. Yes. Okay. Um, you, I don't want to spoil it because you only find out what's happening, like that horror stuff only pretty much comes in the last half. Really? Yeah. That's so cool. it's yeah, it's mostly just the first half is this buildup of the protagonist being really sad and trying to s- sort of get over his wife, like starts out with him looking sad watching other couples be happy and then it kind of goes into him being really horny and having wet dreams all the time or that's the perfect date for me and spouse i mean looking at other happy couples like <laughs> going home and having wet dreams yeah, yeah. That's, that's every marriage yeah. right guys yeah yeah, uh, yeah. and then when he goes to russia that's basically when it all starts the first three minutes of the film it kind of gives you a setup because it's a chick going shopping and she picks up a pair of hedge clippers and uh then it takes another until the midway or last bit of the film for you to find out what's going on with that she's giving haircuts like brutus the barber beefcake he used to in a wwf which I always figured out, like, why is he using hedge trimmers anyways? That's not a proper barbering tool. They didn't really go to barber school because who the hell was teaching about use hedge clippers for barbering? So back in the day, this thing was called wrestling. Uh, okay. It's still anyway, going on. The film is, like, really... It's kind of short. I think it's only, like, an hour 20, hour 14 wow. minutes, something like that. So it's not like it overstays its welcome or anything. It's... When you're in a mood, when you're in a mood for a horror comedy, I think this one's probably gonna be pretty good. It's, it's a good spot. Now, how many Cthulhu's would you wait, give it? Wait, wait, of... wait! I have a question first before you you oh. reveal. Before you reveal, I have a question for you. Why are you so messed up, Evie? No, I'm just kidding. That's not my question. Okay, so my real question is because they build up this character so much in the front half um to be relatable and to like him is he actually relatable and likable um i say he's a little bit relatable and a little bit likable because he's not like a complete pig or a complete asshole or anything it just gets kind of weird where at the beginning it starts out with this whole he's been wronged by his girlfriend and he's looking at other happy couples to him just being like it felt like he was equating relationships with sex the entire uh like mm-hmm. the entire second half like every time he was thinking about someone he was like literally in a wet dream banging uh his friend's girlfriend who morphed into his old ex which i can kind of get as in your smell over that relationship then he had some sort of weird three-way dream <laughs> and it's like They kind of got off the mark with uh, 
So basically, don't watch this with your parents. Yeah, don't watch this with your parents. Depending on your parents, man. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Like, I've heard, Evie, you talked about watching that other one as a child. So who knows? Bad biology? Yeah, don't watch this with your kids either. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. If it makes you feel any better, I accidentally watched a porn with my mother once. (laughs) How do you accidentally watch a porno with your mom? Okay, look. There, the Kuchisake Ona is a Japanese horror legend. There are two movies in Japan. One's called Carved, the Split Mouth Woman, and one is just Kuchisake Ona. Carved, the Split Mouth Woman, which translates to Kuchisake Ona, by the way, mm-hmm. is a horror movie. The other one's a pink movie, which is basically like a softcore erotica. So they have the split mouth woman showing up in pictures and or in mirrors and crap while people are getting it on, and then they get murdered. Whoa! Does the Kuchisakaona woman like open up her mouth? You know what? I don't want to. I don't want to go up yeah. any further. <laughs> How many Cthulhu's? How many? <laughs> um, I would probably give it a solid three. A solid three, three and a half. A solid three. I would. Oh, there's a joke here. I'm not touching. Um. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, I've had enough from so the last. Our, our HR department says I can't say someone's going to give someone a solid three. Uh, nope. But that's that's pretty big for you, Evie. Yeah, Abudu? it's. Excuse I me. I didn't. I don't regret watching it. I'm not sure if I would rewatch it just because. Right. The train is coming. There's our special guest game. Train agrees. <laughs> Damn it! This I live right train. next to it. I'm sorry. No, but um, with everything in the movie, it probably got bogged down by the. I'm not. Sh- I can't tell if it was bogged down by the ending or if it was made funnier for the ending because. It's kind of hinted at. I, I, without spoiling, the ending is sort of kind of hinted at, but it doesn't necessarily. It's not necessarily original, and it's a type of he- ending I hate. So, is it a happy ending? Is that say, <laughs> no happy ending involving little kids no, going, well, "Yay, everybody gets Christmas." Uh, don't spoil it. We'll yeah, I won't spoil it. Things. No, I won't spoil it. But we we're spoiled enough by you giving it such a high rating. Yeah. But that's 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 awesome sauce. Thanks and thanks again for doing that in short notice. Again, uh, the movie you were wanting to do, we'll do it next time. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we'll do it next time out. by then because I want to watch it too. Then, and that leaves me. Arrow, Arrow gave me this movie. I did put this out for like a five seconds inside the chat room first. Threshold. Threshold. 2021. Now, the thing about Threshold that really got me, A, I think, Brad, if you'd really like their poster, that's kind of a cool poster. But B, it's, I'll just read it from their little Vemo or Vimeo thing. Improvised. Shot on two iPhones over the course of a 12-day road trip of a crew of three Threshold follows a sister claiming to be cursed as she persuades her brother to embark on a cross-country trip to break her spell. Convinced she's just using drugs, he agrees to the trip with one caveat. If there's nothing at their destination, she goes straight to rehab. 
who oh. got me two iPhones. They shot this on iPhones and improvised. I didn't even know about the improvised part. I actually thought it'd be okay. iPhones is found footage or some shit like this. We've seen it before. You know, it's VHS. It's it's. So uh, is it uh, found footage? No, no. They just shot the fuck out of this with two iPhones. That's insane. It is nuts. Oh. So it's like the movie Unsane. Unsane, unseen, uncomplicated in the scenes. Absolutely, and it reminds me of the movie. 40 days because that was the first HD movie on the big screen. Everyone's like, you can't make a fucking HD movie for a big screen. It will never work. The guy's like, oh yeah, here's a zombie movie, 40 fucking days or whatever it was. 28 days. Was it 28 days, 40 days? I forgot the name of the movie already. But it's that big zombie movie, right? And it looked fantastic. And that movie gave a bunch of kids at film school an idea saying, well, shit, I don't have to, like, put all this money into getting this, like, 35-millimeter fucking shit or anything like that. I can just use my Nikon. I, I can use a, a fucking, like, i3 or whatever it is or what you were shooting on, you know? And, like, Nick Groff kind of started out that way with uh, just using all digitals. Now, Wait, for this, Ghost Adventures? Yeah. Nick That's probably from- the old... Only Nick plug I'll give them because no, Ghost Nick, Adventure. <laughs> I'm not gonna give them, but that's his show. That was his show. But that's where a whole group of film students thought, like, shit, now I can do this too and make it big. And his first stuff was not Ghost Adventures, by the way. It was actually a, a feature film. I know. I just want to give you shit. All good. Now for the iPhones, it was bizarre because I was watching this movie. I'm thinking about the movie and about the improvision, which I didn't kind of get until later on. Like, oh, I paused the movie once and did something. Like, oh, improvise, cool. I'm trying to figure out where they put the iPhones and how they're gonna edit this and what it's gonna be. And it came out really well done. For shooting of two iPhones, it came out really well done. To the point, to the part where I'm like, maybe bullshit, but probably not. Part of, that's that's how well they did it. You're like the editing is phenomenal. It doesn't seem like you should be able to do this on iPhone, but it's a thousand percent. Apple is one of their sponsors at the end. It's a thousand percent fucking iPhone done, and that means there's no excuse. There's no excuse to make any movie. You, you say, I need a big. You don't need anything. You need a fucking phone. That's all you need now. Now the improvision. I will say right now. Those two actors carried the movie through improvision, and that's awesome. Sometimes things fell flat a bit, but not much. A lot of the things that they did hit, a lot of the things were real. A lot of the things were really engrossing, which was amazing to see as well. I'm seeing some no, 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 no's from Braddock. What's up, Braddock? No, because she's just eating. Oh, <laughs> Voodoo's eating? Voodoo can eat. He's a person. No. <laughs> Oh my like, god. Would you play Pokemon Go or anything? <laughs> I am. I'm like, no. I'm now, listening to you, Jim. I'm listening. Mm-hmm. It's it's the improv is very good. Um well and honestly, improv is so hard to do sometimes. And I can only imagine all the things that they had to cut. Um and when you're talking about the editing, like how difficult that would be. The editing is, is amazing. It really 
it really is smooth cut. And you can see where they did use just two iPhones. You can see the angle is this set angle when you're talking to one person and you got the cross angle here. But I was trying to catch even small things like, well, the iPhone has to appear somewhere in frame, but it doesn't. They might have edited that part out because there's some mirrors, mirror work there too. The improv, they did have a little bit of a poster note on where they wanted to go with the movie. And I'm reading from a review. I didn't know this until I read this review. Until the third act. In the third act, they kind of let it a little bit looser. And that's actually where I have the most issue with this movie. I enjoyed the ride. I think it was a great buildup. It is not rated, but it would have an R for uh, male frontal nudity. Hey, you know, I am... I'm not okay. I'm gonna sound weird, but I am always appreciative of that because we've seen so much female nudity throughout the years. Which again, I don't mind. But, she doesn't watch, or they don't watch the drive-through. But Darcy loves talking about this kind of stuff. Male frontal, yeah. I think yeah. this is a. I think Darcy would be the, uh, should watch this movie absolutely. And this is something that they also do a language. They would get different language R as well. Not so much they say a bunch of f bombs or like that, but they say the c word. And that's an cookies? Yeah, but that's good cookies. enough for me. They say cookies. That is C is for yeah. That's an auto R. But you have this and it's smooth. The 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 per, the premise is cool. You because you really don't know she's just kind of faking stuff or she's just going through a withdrawal. And it, it's the believable brother and sister thing, and the believable this and a believable setup. It's it's set in the real world for the most part. And a lot of things like I seen Arizona Charlie's like, oh yeah, that's Arizona Charlie's. That's off Vegas, sure, why not? But man, that third act is about four minutes long. And so that's kind of, uh, it's a ruined orgasm. <laughs> you know? That's the, that's like the way to put it. Like you're almost there, about to bring you off. Like, oh fuck it, walk away. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I got my hand sanitizer right here from, you know, protect your hands. My Wu-Tang plant. Let's finish this off, baby. I didn't like sanitize my shit for nothing. I'm kind of confused that you won't well, say I use the word. hand sanitizer? No, but you're, you won't use the word cunt in the podcast, but you will. <gasps> <laughs> you will. My word. But I use <laughs> climax? No, you'll just use sex euphemisms. I just. Oh, I have no problem with cons. It was just, I was trying to like, so, like the C word, like the C word. It actually starts with a Q originally, by the way. Um, Quant. Yeah. Quant. Ch Chaucer. Um, yeah. Um, oh, that dude. Yeah, he's a foul mouth. He's a dirty birdie. Empty space. <laughs> but the third act needs to be longer. It's almost like they're like, oh, fuck it. And we're done. Uh, I'm not gonna, that's, that's not spoiling it. <laughs> I'm not saying what's gonna happen, but yeah. And maybe it was just kind of like improvision ran out or the plot ran out or whatever. Other than that, if you're going through the first two acts, brilliant. This is spot on. There's okay. some, there's some hits, but go for it, Evie. Uh, I keep, I don't know why I keep bringing this up with both of your movies, but how long is your movie? Well, remember that three hard inches you were talking about? This one's only like a, what is an hour 10, hour 15 maybe? 
it's not that long and that's what i'm saying it no. really could have gone like a lot longer I'm, yeah and that's longer and stronger longer but they're missing a third they're basically missing a third act they get you know, into and it I, and they just stop and i always say this to spouse and they always like make fun of me but this is true you don't read a book to get to the middle you don't watch a film to get to the middle you want to see that end yeah and they could have done it uh pretty well done now did it take away the enjoyment of the film no but damn it it just really was a ruined orgasm it, it, so it felt like. my question is was it scary are people going to be scared because that's a that's a difficult I think thing because you can build up tension with an iPhone I suppose, but can you build up spooky and scariness? I think the most scariest thing about this is probably the guy going through a divorce. <laughs> and, and for a guy who's just went through a divorce, that's pretty fucking scary. You know, that's, why, that's why I connected him like. He's a teacher who's just going through a divorce. I'm like, motherfucker. This sounds like a wait. Hit me where so, it hurt. Right. So this was in like the Vegas kind of area. This is about well, Cali. Yeah, that's like exactly. It's like I've been there. I know what that is. Oh, that that's I've seen that mountain before. Like, are, is this Barstow that you're fucking shooting at or what? Yeah, it, it's a bit of all of that, and it's it's kind of funny there, there's a scene where at the beginning they're like having coffee she's like i don't want to drink coffee i don't do i don't want anything in me and it's like dude you're like a heroin addict I'm like really coffee's your fucking limit i'm like yeah that's realistic i i've seen i've seen this before some friends are like oh no i i can't have i can't have a tylenol i'm like bro you, you just fucking did ecstasy you can't have Tylenol for your headache? Really? That's that's your fucking line. Pharmaceutical Tylenol. Okay. Uh, so everything was connectable. And I think that's what kind of brings you in. That's kind of what brings you in. And there is a part which I won't describe in detail. But for someone who is, she thinks she's possessed. And one of the things you never do for a possessed person is whip out the anything that makes you do automatic writing or some sorts of other like contacting demons and stuff like that. Like, Oh, that's a great idea. Let's do this. I'm like, Whoa, dude, what the shit, man. So you're kind of dabbling with exorcist. Imagine exorcist for a, instead of a younger, Oh my God, it's no one believes you exorcist. It's a gaslighting exorcist. It really might be the gaslighting exorcist threshold that gaslighting exorcist. <laughs> There's your tagline. There you go. Um, yeah, and it, it, it's cool. I, I I love when people can do improv with things. I always love going on set and going, here's the thing. You did it. Great. Now let's have fun. This is all apparently, let's just have fun. And because of that, because of the strengths, I'm not going, if this was shot on a traditional budget for traditional filmmaking with a set, it might be three Cthulhu's, but because of the way they did it with improv and two iPhones, four out of five Cthulhu's. But they give you a bump up. I give away real, just like candy. I just give it away. Yep, you give it away like candy. But if you improv an hour and 20 minute movie, plus what if we cut out on two iPhones? I'll give you guys four out of five Cthulhu's too. You know the movie Creep? 
Like, I still love that movie, but that one was pretty much all improv, and then the halfway mark, they decided to just make it a horror movie. <laughs> Did we do okay. Creep before? Have we done Creep? Oh, you know what? I've talked about this on the Bloody Mary podcast because I have a neighbor who reminds me of the dude from that movie. See, and I do listen to Bloody Mary podcast, which is a great segue into... Brannick, what do you want to plug? That's a great damn question. You know what? I'm going to be a, a meta dick and I'm going to plug my own damn movie of this time. I think people should go out and see Sam and Maddie. It is available on several streaming sites, actually. Things, places, I'm looking it places, up. Places, people, elsewhere. And while you're doing that, if you yep. uh, if you do have Arrow, I do know Thresholds coming out for realsies in May third ish, which is actually a bit after my ex anniversary. So, <laughs> uh -huh. yeah, if you want to do something well for my ex anniversary, uh, you know, watch watch Threshold on Arrow. Or if you want to watch something fun and full of heart, you can watch Sam and Maddie, and that's M A T T I E make a zombie movie and you can get it on youtube you can get it on google play voodoo and apple tv voodoo. That, that's very cool v you can't get it oh yeah i'm like v you can't get it on voodoo can you <laughs> which reminds me that's a good choice too and i you know what i am going to watch sam and maddie screw you all i'm gonna give them my hard-earned cash and i'm gonna rent the shit out of that oh Absolutely. and i'm also going to plug that hopefully i will have uh an interview with them as well. Nice. Yeah. And I can't wait to hear that one or read it or however it's going to come. And I never do that. I never, trust me, these guys know I hate doing interviews. And That's I, true. I hate, hate it. I hate talking to people. Uh, but I was so excited for interview opportunities with this because this is a movie that I absolutely want to know more about. That is awesome, sauce and cool. And uh, Voodoo Priestess, if that is your real name. Yeah, I will plug a random comic that's in my room that I love, mostly because I've been watching a lot of horror movies, and for some god-awful reason, all the horror movies I've chosen lately, the dog fucking dies. I hate that. The dog dies. I know. I hate that. It's, I know. it's done. Automatic, it loses a, a Cthulhu. So, I recommend nice. this comment, uh, this comic dog of the dead cool. it's a dog dies in a zombie attack or no wait it doesn't a kid dies in a zombie attack and the dog follows him faithfully his best friend to the end it oh is such a God. sweet little comic it looks very cute like the art style is really good and yeah. very cute looking it uh, is. even the zombie kid looks very adorable and the dog is carrying his arm Yes, it's so cute. It's written by Maxwell Shepard and illustrated by Eli Beard. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. I remember when I went to the convention, I got them both to sign it for me cool. just because, well, I, I have no idea who any of them are, but I was like, it's your baby, so you should sign it. And I love this book. <laughs> like, you must sign this. I don't care who you are. But that that's awesome. And... You should see the way Evie, or Voodoo Priestess, lights up when she said that a kid dies in the beginning. Oh, I'm so happy. The She's best book so in the happy. world. Oh, there's a dog in it, too? That's even better. I know. 
no, that that is awesome. And you know what? I, I think Voodoo should review that for the website because we need more graphic novels to be reviewed. Aw. Yeah. Agreed. That is so cool. That is oh, that is very drawing ish. I like it. Aw, that is super cute. Yeah. Now is that manga? No, it's an no. actual American comic. American manga. Comics, not manga. Manga is manga? different. Is that it's not manga? It's not. Manga is different. Stains. Oh, Kane Saga. <laughs> it actually kind of does look like it when you're yeah, moving it around. Like, I can see it. Stop showing him your hentai, please. It's not, even though. Ooh, I like I... this tentacle. It's, uh, wait, that's, it's not Yami no Matsue, which is another plug into Bloody Mary's podcast. Yeah, and remember, yeah. folks, not all tentacles rape. Now, for my plug, <laughs> as I'm just kind of segue into this shit, I am going to plug, even though I did not grow up watching Joe Bob Briggs' Last Driver or any of Joe Bob Briggs' stuff, I didn't grow up. That was Dave. Dave grew up with all that stuff. I was way too uh, high and drunk, what to say. <laughs> uh you know so i didn't see any of that stuff i, I think the most joe bob Briggs and i we might have done the same clubs in vegas but patreon.com p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com backslash darcy the mail girl d-a-r-c-y-t-h-e-m-a-i-l-g-i-r-l this is for last drive on Fans, new people, old people, people who have not seen Joe Bob Briggs's massive archive. She's restoring all the lost footage. And for $7 a month, you get to do some cool stuff. For this is Canadian, by the way. For $47 a month, Canadian, you get even more cool stuff. Plus, you get some swag. And of course, I put my money where my mouth is. I am already preloaded starting. May 1st, why the fuck not? Uh, to celebrate my ex anniversary, damn it, I'm gonna celebrate with Darcy the Mail Girl Patreon watching some Joe Bob Briggs old footage at, for $47 a month. That's my plug. Yeah, remember, Joe Bob Briggs was in the movie Casino and Hogzilla. And Hogzilla. Darcy also has a pretty cool Twitter, too. You Kinky underscore horror. That's Darcy's uh, Twitter handle and also free Darcy's other one. Yeah. And if you are on Twitter tonight, we have Dave taking over Haunted Montreal. This is Twitter not going account. to. <laughs> this is not live. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll put one out today. No, on Fridays, we uh, Fridays when the last drive-in is live on Shutter. And by the way, Shutter people has been so nice to us. Shutter gives us a ton of free stuff. I would love to plug Shutter as well. Uh, Shutter Canada, not so fucking much, but Shutter <laughs> Prime, we loves you. We loves you. Get to your little redheaded stepchild up north, little smacking around for us. But they have been overwhelmingly nice to us, and so has Darcy the Mail Girl, and so has Joe Bobrick's been overwhelmingly nice to us, and everyone in Mutant Fam. So please, 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 my plug is going to be. When you do have a Friday, if you can stay up 9 p.m. Eastern, which is what your time, Voodoo Priestess. I know it's, we live in different time zones, not to out you, but 
six o'clock. It's six o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Six o'clock, your time. Awesome. Go check Pacific. Out. Yeah. Pacific. I don't understand these time things, so I have my waiting, assistant co-host people to do the timing. It's just stuff. it's just three I hours. Me is good. We're it's just time. three hours. <laughs> yeah. Now, in fifteen minutes from now, Voodoo Priestess, who is doing a butterfly knife, the fuck? <laughs> it's her hair comb. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, sure. Whatever. Yo, don't cut me. Don't... You better check it out before Voodoo starts cutting people. She's gone off the reservation. She's gone insane in the membrane. It's but all before California she props. Combs your hair and braids oh, oh, it. I, fucking, oh, I need my hair braided when it gets long. So if you got time, check it out. Evangeline is doing her tweeting. Doc Payne's doing his, and Dave's taking over Hot to Montreal. And we all go in with kinky horror and try to bounce off each other in big mutant fam love. With that being said. Remember, if you haven't seen a movie, wait a minute. If you've seen a movie, we haven't. Aha! Aha! I haven't been drinking yet, unfortunately. Oh, that's because, like, again, a couple billion people on a planet, I guess. And, like, movie theaters are closed and shit. And I live in Canada and people don't live here and whatever. But I don't know. I don't know, man. Good for you. Give us a movie recommendation yourself. Without any further ado, adios. Goodbye. Bronick Fox. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Hi. <laughs> Bye, everyone. I hear a cat.